All right, so we're joined today. We have the pleasure of being joined today by two of Miami FC's prime defensive players. You're the back line right now, pretty much. We got Mason Trafford, and on the line, here in person with us, and on the line, we got Red Bernstein. Um, guys, say hello. Hello, everybody. How's it going? All right. And uh, we are always joined here by my friend, Producer Gus. <laughs> All right, so... Okay, so we got a special treat. Today we're doing something a little bit different. We're, it's not our normal, regular Lemon City live show. We're actually doing just something a little more soccer-specific yep. and kind of giving our fans and our listeners out there a chance to, to get to know a couple of uh, the star players here for our local Miami FC team, something that we've been covering now for well over a year. We've seen the growth of this team from its infancy, from its creation, from the uniform... Uh, uh, what is it, the uniform when they did the showcase? Unveiling? Yeah, unveiling, that's oh, the word yeah. I was looking for. There you go. And uh, so we've, we've, we've seen this, we've seen the highs, we've seen the lows, and we're definitely riding a really big high right now because Miami FC is in first place. Yeah. So we got a lot to talk about there. Uh, but first off, Mason and Rhett also do something else, something aside from, uh, from soccer, something that they're very passionate about, something that, unfortunately, <laughs> to be honest, I'm, I'm, I'm getting there, but I'm working my way up. I'm, I'm very interested in it. You guys are very big into fitness and and keeping the body right and doing everything and finding a, a clever way and a creative way of doing it, which is, that's how you got my attention. You know, I, <laughs> yeah, me going yeah. to the gym, I'm, I'm doing my own thing and I'm trying to, but, uh, you know, bear with me there. I'll be uh, joining you guys well, pretty soon. Well, you're our prime, uh, prime target market. Oh, no. So yeah. once we get you, I think we know we'll have made it. <laughs> All right. All right. So <laughs> we'll do the celebration. So, um, all right. So, yeah, basically you guys do soccer shapes. So why don't you just, you know, floor is yours. Tell us a little bit about soccer shape, what you guys are, how long you've been doing it, and kind of what you want to do moving forward with it, too. All right, cool. I can start. And then, Rhett, you just jump in when, when you see fit. Um, do it. Yeah, so it's, it's Rhett. Bernstein, myself, Mason, and Jonathan Brajo, you know, we're three good buddies that are that do play for Miami FC, and we we wanted to kind of start something that we could share the love that, that we experience soccer in our own lives. It's sort of been sort of been what all three of us have done since we were little kids, and, and, it, and sort of, I know for me personally, and I think Rhett and John would probably say the same thing, it was, you know, one of the first things you ever kind of fall in love with is that, you know, being on a team, being with the guys, and uh, just doing what you love to do day in, day out. And eventually that became a, a job for us. And, you know, but the passion and love is still there. And we want to kind of spread that and, and sort of recreate a fitness environment for mm -hmm. people, for adults. You know, we've all coached kids and stuff, but we're like, let's try and do something for adults where, you know, people may not even know that this is what they want in, they, in their life. But I think that once they get it, they'll be like, damn, this is really cool yeah. to be uh -huh. able to show up and do a, do a fitness class that's not, you know, just pumping iron in the gym. You're not crossfitting. It's not that hardcore. It's more like get together with the guys, the girls, kick the ball around, learn a few things, get a killer workout. And, uh, you know, that's, yeah, that's about I, it. I think exactly to your point there, watching Gus go through the, the rigors yesterday. Mm. Gus, how are you feeling, by the way, today? You feeling a lot better? I feel fine. All right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Gus didn't work hard enough, then, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Note to self, work my harder next week. Yeah. Um, so next week, I have to actually kill myself. Exactly. <laughs> then we'll be satisfied. If I don't pass out, it doesn't count. But, but no, but watching that, yeah, and as a person who's, you know, I used to be more into fitness. I was in the military, and I, mm -hmm. I kept up with it a lot more. I, I've been out, obviously, a long time now. So being in this position now and trying to get back into it, at, you know, once you get older, it's harder to start up things and, and really find your groove into it. So on that front, 
well, credit, man. I see it. It looks mm -hmm. different. It's not like, you know, your typical going to the weight room and doing that. Mm -hmm. So the circuit training, it looked fun seeing it all as a team-based. Um, that part is definitely cool. So, and now I have a question, though. How long, like, did you guys know each other before Miami FC? Were you guys friends from before? Or did this kind of come about, like, once you guys met here? Or how did that happen? Uh, that's kind of funny, actually. I knew John from, like, 2010. Mm -hmm. We played, like, half, like three months together. We were actually roommates for, like, three months. And then I'd seen him, like, maybe once or twice in the years in between. And I had never met Rhett. But then, Rhett, you can maybe... You and yeah, John no, I, I actually... So, John and I actually, funny enough, played together in Norway. Wow. Um, yeah, I've, I was, I've been playing in Norway prior to coming to Miami for quite a few years. And John and I played there, I think, in 2013. Mm -hmm. So, we, we played for kind of a small team in Norway. And we kind of knew each other ever since. And once we came to... We, once we actually found out that we signed together for Miami basically on the same day. Ah. Um, <laughs> around the same time. So it was kind of a co complete coincidence, and yeah, we we're we're obviously uh, Mason, John, or you know, I think we're three very close friends on the team, and you know, doing something on the side is always, you know, we've always kind of talked about some ideas that we always wanted to do, and you know, this came up about a few months ago or half a year ago, let's say, and I think we've uh, we've been excited to kind of get the ball rolling over the last few months, and we've seen how how fast people have kind of learned about our idea and i think things are kind of flowing in the right direction you know we're we're really excited about how things are going and you know the movement we have and you know i, I think that's just an exciting new concept for people to get in shape like we talked like you guys already talked about so you know it's um hopefully we'll see where you know the ball you know where things where things improve and things grow. Exactly. We'll see if the ball in there gets already. to the net. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So, well, that, that's pretty. No, hey, like I said, really, really cool. Now, you guys, so you said you knew uh, John back in, in Norway? Right. Yeah, knew so John in Norway. In Norway. Yeah, I knew him from U.S. He was the only Spanish speaker in Norway. <laughs> and, uh, <you> know. <laughs> that goes a long He's way. trying to speak to everyone in Spanish. And, uh, you know, that's a different, completely different language. No, wow. John was fine. We, but everyone speaks perfect English there. So, you oh, know, really? We, uh, yeah. Oh, may, uh, honestly, it's, uh, it's actually impressive. How, like all Scandinavia in general, they speak better English than most, of them, most Americans. Oh, really? Okay. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling kind of bad. Yeah, it's, uh -oh. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. Something to brag about. Oh, okay, right. I've I've never been to those. I've been to quite a few places in Europe, but never been up there. But I, I I was surprised when I was over there that you know the language thing is like pretty. Everybody's really well diversed in different languages. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I, I I was like Jonathan one time. I was in Spain and I was like, oh, I get to speak Spanish and I'm like gonna be able to do all this stuff and like everyone was speaking English. Really? So I was just like, man, <laughs> I didn't get to show off or anything. You know, I was like, eh, un sandwich por favor. You know? <laughs> so it didn't work out for me, but. But that's really cool, and, and I mean, no, you guys seem like you really like Norway. There, like, is is I don't picture Norway as like a big soccer culture, but I have seen huge a, soccer culture. Yeah, yeah wow. it's it's massive. Yeah, I would say it's they're outside of England. They have the most Premier League followers per like per person. Really? Wow. Um, at least the English Premier League. Yeah, it's huge following. Everyone has their local team. I mean, they're huge in the cross country skiing too. So obviously, there's okay, yeah. two different yeah. <laughs> the, the two different sports, but soccer. They're massive. They have a huge. They're not very yeah. good, but they're, okay. you know, okay. they love, they love soccer. <laughs> I mean, 
it was. <laughs> I, I mean, like yeah, I would produced say some decent go, go players over the years, though. Some great players and some, you know, but overall, if you're comparing them with England or sorry, if with like Spain and Germany, yeah, it's obviously tough. it's a different tier. But mm-hmm. you know, and on a, uh, compared with America or the U.S., I think the hospitality was sort of on par. Mm-hmm. Amazing, yeah. Lo- really nice people, and you know, I I, I love the experience, and obviously. You know, John and I had a nice experience there. Live, uh, you know, he lived in a, a city kind of close by the team. I, I think I lived in the in the town. We, and it was like a five thousand person town, so we we hung out a bunch. Well, I was about to ask, how's the nightlife over there? But a five thousand person town, hey, man. Oh yeah, well that's when you take the forty minute drive to Oslo, a bigger city. So ah, okay. you know, okay, now I'll go. I know a little that. bit. Is, all right, I got is is uh, being in Europe is that will put you on to uh, to the music? I know you're a big music guy, like a electro um, music. No, actually, way before, actually, like end of high school, I started uh, okay. uh, just learning about like production and stuff with a really with basically my best friend, and you know, we I've basically just been kind of producing ever since, at least at least for as a side some uh, sorry as a side fun hobby, you know, so. Uh, that's cool. Yeah, you gotta get with, with Gus over here. He's a, he's quite the talented musician over here. Honestly, everything that we when we got started ourselves, we didn't have any musical or audio mm-hmm. inclination, and that's why we got Gus because he was the. I'm like, hey, Gus. I was like, you DJ, right? That's cool. I was like, you DJ, right? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, you like sports? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, I need you. Come here. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Perfect. And that's how it worked because that I honestly I had no not even the slightest clue, but uh, but that's really cool. Um, now. Last question about Norway. I just had one last thing here. I'm sorry. Food. Sure, sure. Norwegian food. Is there? Give me. Give oh, I me... thought you were going to ask about Norwegian woman, but all, all right. right. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it, you know, I don't know who's listening. I'm trying to keep it kind of fair here, but, you know, maybe after we hang up. Um, but, uh, <laughs> food, like, food, is that like a, is that a big thing for. Like, it's pretty simple, food, uh, isn't it, up there? It's like yeah. meat and potatoes. I wouldn't. And fish. I wouldn't. <laughs> Yeah, Mason actually played over in uh, Finland and Sweden as well, so he has an idea of uh, ah. the, that Scandinavian food, you know, smorgasbord. But I go. wouldn't rave about it. It's, right, it doesn't right. uh, <laughs> it doesn't meet world standard. There's great places, and I mean, the food's not horrible, but it's just I'm it's, not going to say simple. Norwegian right. food is the best in the world. Right. What, what yeah, are they, like reindeers simple. and stuff like that? <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, there actually they, there there was reindeer in Finland. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was like ground. It was something like ground up. Yeah. It was like a. It was pretty popular. Dude. I ate, I ate camel when no. I was in the Middle East. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, that a, was a little weird for me. So, but there's yeah. a delicacy. There's a delicacy in uh in Norway. It's actually only like it's a super expensive meal, but basically uh, you eat a sheep's head like straight up. They put the head on the plate. Oh, eat the eyes oh. and everything. I never okay. got to try wow. this. Uh, All right, dish, so we've but... taken a weird turn on the show. Um, <laughs> dinner talk. Um, okay, well, let's get back to soccer shape a little bit here. Cool, cool. Um, <laughs> and let's bring it back around. Kind of veered off a little bit, but that's typical if you listen to our show. Um, usually it's movies, but today it was Norwegian yeah. cuisine. Um, all right, so so soccer shape. You guys, how long has it been around? The concept started actually towards the end of last year, but we sort of broke away there for the NASL offseason and sort of it was more in theory and, you know, just sort of some behind-the-scenes work. And then we actually had our first ever first ever Soccer Shape event was a charity event that we hosted at Urban Soccer 5 on February 22nd. Okay. And then, what was it, Red? I think our first ever month where we I actually think March started offering the classes. Or... Where, 
March uh, 5th or something? Was it March or April? So we've not, No, it must have been April because we've only been going two months. It was April and That's May. That's right. Actually, it is April, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Forget like, about the months, still. Like, but like anything, right, it takes takes some time to get the concepts going. And for us, obviously, our main our main employment is Miami FC, is mm-hmm. being professional soccer players. But, again, it's something that, as a professional, you do have some time on your hands. And, you know, you gotta got to rest and do the right things to prepare for each game. But... That being said, we we do have time where we you know and and it's enjoyable for us. We all we're all college educated guys. We don't you know we like to go home and rest up, but then also they have the rest of the day kind of work on other stuff and yep. you know between soccer shape and our hobbies and whatever it just keeps you busy. And luckily for us, it's something that we believe in as a business, and it's also something we feel passionate about spreading to other people because we really think it's uh, like Rhett said, we think it's something new to the new to that kind of market. It's a bit of a niche market, but at the same time. Um, we think it could, you know, it could be kind of like replicated in other yeah. cities, and we're we're trying to just again get that sort of like community team vibe going for for other people and something that we that we feel passionate about. Yeah, and the good thing is it translates well because you can. It's not like limited by location. It's something you can do yeah. wherever your career takes you. You know, wherever your passion exactly. takes you. So that's always yeah. a plus. Um, cool. So, soccer shape. Yeah. Where can people get more information on that? Like, if they want to like sign up for classes or see a little more about it. What's uh, the, the website or any other information like that that you want to share? Yeah, so our website is soccershape.org. We have Instagram, we have Facebook, we have Twitter. That's at soccershape. At least Instagram and Facebook are. I think Twitter might be something like that. Yeah, too. at soccershape for Instagram and Facebook. At soccer underscore shape for Twitter. Okay. Um, but okay. Instagram and Facebook are our heavy uh, social media outlets. Cool, cool, cool. So we'll definitely we'll be posting out information along with yeah, this, uh, cool. yeah. with this, so make sure everybody can see it. But just in case there's somebody's listening and wants to go back to it later, yeah, can you can link it that. from our personal profiles too. I think we awesome. have it all kind of linked there on a, on my personal profile at least. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, yeah, and then from there you can kind of just sign up. We have different packages. If you want to come to one class and try it, we usually just you know hook you up with one for free to give it a go. And we have drop-ins. We have you know the whole month. We have all different things. Okay. Again, for us, we want to get people out. We want to get people trying it. So uh, biggest thing is just don't be shy. I mean, a lot of people, I think, maybe feel intimidated by the aspect yeah. of playing soccer. Yeah. Um, but that's something that we really sort of, our, our huge thing is we have all levels. It's like men, women, all levels. We have people from ex-pros to, like, never touch the ball, and they all get a good workout, and we have fun. And it's not about, you know, judging or putting through people, like, as we, Gustavo can attest, we didn't make him go one v one against Rhett in like a head ball situation. But I was you know, lucky for Rhett. For Rhett, <laughs> you know, I did try it. Yeah. You know, so everybody's just doing their own thing, and you know, it's you, it's it's a workout, but yeah. it's inspired by by inspired by soccer. So there's a little bit of ball work and stuff just to sort of make it make it different and make it fun. Um, who do, who makes yeah. it not fun? Out of the three of you, who's the who's the drill instructor so I can stay away John. from that one? Oh, oh yeah, that's for uh, clear. <laughs> no, yeah, John, yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, he he's good. He's he's a great coach. He just uh he's definitely you know a bit stricter than Mason and I, but in a good way. You know, okay. he makes sure people are you know yeah. doing the making sure they good they, cop, they finish cop. that run. <laughs> yeah, I saw Gus's no. look at his face when he was you know doing the little kick drills with him, and I was like, yeah. oh man, I feel bad for Gus too. Watching him for the sideline. <laughs> felt bad for Gus. But, I felt bad for John. <laughs> but all right cool so you got you got the good cop bad cop aspect and it seems like a lot of fun so definitely if you know for everyone listening check it out soccershape.org 
And yep. along with the Facebook, we'll be tweeting out all the information so you can follow that. It's really cool. If I'm into it and I kind of like, you know, see a lot of value in this, then, then you're, you're doing the right thing because I'm... Appreciate it. I'm definitely... <laughs> Thanks. You're working up to your first class. You're in, you're in condition. I'm waiting for that super basic, like, 15-minute, you know, class that I just kind of can watch for a little Listen, bit or something. <laughs> Mrs. Barajo came one yeah. time. She's actually really fit, but... Like I said, <laughs> there's no, there's no, like, like I said, like we've had moms at our class. Yeah. We've had everybody yeah. at our class. Yeah. Like anybody can come. It's not something that you should be at all intimidated yeah. by. And we're not the kind of guys that are going to, again, like just make you feel out of place or yeah. anything. Yeah. So no, if a, anybody does want to come, fun. just reach out to us. You can email us to just hit us up through our, any of our social media or through our website and we'll get back to you soon. And if you even want to talk over the fears about it, we'll call, we'll call <laughs> No, I can say I, I took I took two classes already. It's a lot of fun, yeah. you know. If and uh, if if you get to the point where you're about to pass out like me, you can just step aside, you know, take, yeah, some, yeah. take a couple of sips of water and come back when you're ready, you know. We do not provide <laughs> oxygen on the sidelines. <laughs> but uh, but it, I think it's something that's very appealing to people. Like I, I had a friend text me today. Hey, what's that soccer class that you took? Oh. Uh, give me some info about it. So I let her know about it, and, she, and she's really interested in it. Well, what, yeah, so what is it that you do like about it, Gustavo? I mean, we haven't had the chance really to get into too much feedback, but, I mean, you seem to be giving it everything. Well, yeah. What would you – like, how would you sell – if you were selling somebody in the elevator pitch, what would, you, what would you give them? I like that it's continuous and that you can push yourself as hard as you want and still feel like you're getting the most out of it. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's not like – it's not like like I like like you said. It's not like it's something that that somebody that's starting out can't keep up with. You know, even if you're starting out, you go at your own pace and and you do as much as you can, and cool. little by little you can keep building it up from there until the point where you're a badass. Nice. Yeah, I like it. That's yeah, good nice. feedback. Thanks, thanks, guys. We uh, we definitely appreciate that. No problem. Yeah, I, I still you know I I didn't feel intimidated. I'll be honest. I didn't feel intimidated. I thought I was. I went in there yesterday, you know, to watch you guys and everything. I was like, okay, it's going to be a little weird, you know, I'm just going to be standing there. But the venue is super cool, too. And, and yeah. I like yeah. where you guys do it. I think that's a, another big selling point. You have soccer going on around you. Then you yeah. have the workout itself. But mm -hmm. it's just, I thought that part was really cool. Yeah, we have to give a shout out to Urban Soccer 5 and, and their owners there really have been great to us. And it's the guy that used to own the Midtown Soccer mm -hmm. Stadium, and yeah. you know he's a super passionate soccer fan, Marseille, and he's right? got yeah, yeah. Marseille. Yeah. He's got he's got, you know, if you hang around long enough there, you'll see tons of ex pros coming through from yeah. Europe. They come and always pass by, and you know it's a cool warehouse, bunch of fields, it's got music going, it's got graffiti on the walls. It just kind of has a super cool vibe, yeah. for especially kind of aligns with what we're trying to do with making like a like a fun a fun place to yeah. go and kind of spend your hour. And, then, and that's another thing, like, you know, being from Miami here and having seen, like, what soccer culture was 10 years ago, just going back 10 years, because I've, I've been back here for 10 years, to where it is now, it's, man, it's off the charts. Like, mm -hmm. there was no Urban Soccer 5 10 years ago. There was none of that stuff. Like, fields, you know, there's maybe, like, a rec, like, to find a rec league, it was very difficult to do that. Mm -hmm. there, if there was a big game on TV, there was really nowhere to go watch it. There was, I mean, I think that's, that you could say that for a lot of places in the United States, but here... In South Florida, especially, it was kind of disappointing because, you know, we're, me and Gus, Gus and I are Hispanic, and we grew up, you know, enjoying the game for a long time, and we have our, you know, what do you call it, uh, our nationalities attached to it that, you know, we've been following for a long time. Like, I'm half Colombian, so I remember watching Valderrama when I was a kid mm -hmm. and things like that, and, yeah. 
and being being aware of what was going on in the 94 World Cup and even the 90 World Cup and so on. So, But to see where it is now, like, man, you guys are striking at the right time. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's, if, if you're into soccer and you're into anything, and obviously with the whole big spike in uh, crossfitting and, and fitness and circuit training and stuff like that, you guys are combining two really hot things and putting it into one thing that's, I mean, seems like a recipe for success there. So that part- That's honestly how it happened, man. It's like my wife is big into the fitness thing and, and, and she, the, you know, this class pass thing that's like massive, especially down here mm-hmm. in South Florida. She's going to class passes every night, different ones. Mm-hmm. And nice. I, you know, I don't know, me and John and Wright were hanging out one day and I was like, man, we should start like a class and get it on class pass. We would kill it. Like some like soccer thing where, because Claudia, my wife, started going to tennis fit. Okay. Where she would go, and she was she loved it. It was she saw it on the thing, and she's like, "I gotta go try this. I want to learn how to play tennis. Plus, I can get I could work on it." And she was she couldn't get into the class. It was too busy. Yeah. And I was like, "Well, I could do a soccer one like that. That would be unbelievable. I could, I have coached my whole life. I'm an, I'm a pro. Like I can I can figure that out." And that's sort of actually how the idea. Then we actually talked about it. Like, why don't we actually do that? That would be like a really fun thing to do. And then. Mm-hmm. We were like, we could make like a little team out of it, you know, that people would love going to and make it fun and have that sort of like locker room banter. And, and then now my wife does come and like, she, I mean, obviously she's going to say she loves it, but it's like, <laughs> but she didn't know how to play soccer. She had, yeah. she's watched me for years, but she doesn't know how to play really. But you know, it's just fun to run out, run around out there. And especially like, yeah. like you said, the people, all the, the, especially in this market, there's a ton of, ton, ton of Latin people and you know, a lot of soccer moms and stuff who maybe are like watch this every weekend or my kids playing why don't i give it a shot Absolutely. you know and that's sort of how we exactly like what you just said edwin is how we sort of saw the growth of it like if we can get into that that market it would be that's where the that's where the like you know the success yeah, will be and it's and it's you know it's a reflection of the culture of the city too because like i said 10 years ago you couldn't find a place to watch a game just uh mm-hmm. i was watching the fa cup final between chelsea and arsenal i'm a big chelsea fan i know you're a man U fan mm-hmm. uh red you you uh you got a particular premier league team or man united oh, so we're uh <laughs> man we might have to end this conversation <laughs> yeah <early. laughs> i'm about to say well it was really nice thank you guys for joining us but uh yeah. <laughs> nah, but <laughs> but i was at uh we were at a local bar down in brickle watching the game and it was huge it was a huge arsenal crowd and it was a and Obviously, the Chelsea crowd was smaller because that's an Arsenal bar, but it was really cool to see that and, and, and be that. And now you can find that for almost any team, whether you're a Barcelona fan or an, an Italian league team, a uh, local team, Miami FC watch parties. You know, while you guys are on the road, we're over here watching it with, you know, with uh, everybody who couldn't make the trip. The but we're having, yeah, the aid brigade and other fans and everything. And you can see it growing and growing and growing each time. So that part, totally for it. Totally like mm-hmm. it. But, well, speaking of Miami FC, I think kind of turn the page over here a little bit let's uh transition mm-hmm. to that and, and much success to you guys going forward with soccer Appreciate shape it. like Thank really you. really wish you guys nothing but Thank the best you. really think it's an awesome thing me and gus are all aboard and any way that we can help we'll be more than happy to Thanks um, sure. so but now moving forward to miami FC. this is something that we've been following like i said earlier since it started yeah um we're excited because i was just thinking i think it was a year ago this time i think we got miami FC got their first win at the end of may last season and uh, answer me this. I'm sorry if I don't know this. How many games are in the spring season? This 16. year is different than this, last year. Yeah, exactly. Because the, so the restructuring. This so year, 16 yeah. this year. Okay. Because I think last season was only like 10. Yeah. It was a very short spring season. And last season at this time, we had one win, handful of ties, and a handful of losses. And uh, weren't sitting where, you know, the team, mm-hmm. where the expectation was at the beginning. But now, fast forward a whole year, and you see new personnel, which is, you know, there's been a slight turnover in people. Uh, some people left, some new, new additions, but for the most part, the core of the team, you guys included here, obviously, you guys, the, the three of you carrying over from last season to this season, 
and the rest of the team that's, you know, stayed together. What can you attribute to being like the biggest difference as far as the on-field success this season as opposed to last season? Because, I mean, it, you, like I said, you guys got the same staff, a lot of the core players. What wasn't, maybe, is there something that you can kind of point your finger on that you can say that's working this season that wasn't working last season or something that was holding you guys back last season? Or do you think, or is it just a matter of experience mm -hmm. over time? I mean, what do you guys feel as the players that feels been the biggest contribution to success this season? Honestly, it's, I think it's soccer shape, man. You know? <laughs> 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 All right, good answer. I like that. No, uh, <laughs> that was good. In all seriousness, um, no, I, think, uh, I think a large uh, you know, amount of the reason why we're doing, so, why we've had a lot of you know, success this, the last, over the last few months, I think the fact we've been trying to kind of do the same We've been training the same system and working with the same players for you know a year, and I think that takes time from the beginning. You watch big clubs like Manchester City and Barcelona. I mean, they don't just happen to play good soccer overnight. Mm -hmm. I think it it takes time, and you know most teams have a very direct style of play, and we're trying to actually you know break teams down, and that's a very difficult way to play soccer. I mean, if you're not if if someone loses the ball in a bad situation, you can be finish and you can lose the game right away so mm -hmm. you t it's a high risk way of playing and i think that's taken some time for us to develop and we we're getting better we're not obviously perfect but i think we've improved dramatically from last oh, season yeah. and we've obviously improved defensively i think in a lot of aspects too um i think just you know that overall working with the same players building that chemistry it takes time it's not something that just happens over a couple months it, it does take uh a lot of practice and i think we're getting there so so the know, fruits of your labor is paying off basically yeah that, exactly. there's just so okay. last year there was just so many new things it's like a bit overwhelming our club does it right i mean credit to the ownership mm -hmm. to the staff to the team everything is here is done how things should be done mm -hmm. but even doing it that way it's not like you just like red said you don't just snap your fingers and then say oh it's going to be successful because there's other teams in the league that are doing everything they can so that you're not going to yeah. be successful. Yeah. But after time and after, you know, like, like Rhett said, we, we were kind of playing a little bit different than a lot of teams. And, you know, now that Ness has had the time to sort of stamp his sort of model on the, on the club and, you know, a few players in that, you know, help with the system. Yeah. And now all of a sudden that the fact that we do have like a very talented, very deep squad with an experience, you know, good group of experience and, you know, everything's kind of coming together. Like Red said, it's, I think that's no, there's no secret to it. It's just fruits of the labor. Like you said, that's what's up man. that's super cool. Now you mentioned Nesta. Um, okay. You guys, the three of you are all defenders. So obviously he's going to have his eye and you know, his, uh, his commentary is going to be focused on you guys a lot. Can you ask for a better teacher or instructor? Is, is Now, okay, let me rephrase it here. Is he a good teacher? Because obviously I'm seeing the results on the field as a, as a team. But as a one-on-one, -on -one, because being a player to being a coach, and then especially a coach and you're coaching somebody who plays your position and you were, you know, as famous as he was and, you know, somebody as respected as he was, how is that? Like, do you feel like there's a good connection there between you and the coach? Because and, and, he obviously has to take pride in this defense that, that you guys have established. Because even last season, I thought the defense last season was very well, very good, very, very, excuse me, very good. You guys controlled the game. I thought last season the issue was, in my opinion, and I don't know, Gus, maybe you have a different opinion, but I thought it was the offense last season. I thought the offense at times just felt like, you know, wasn't clicking. And now this season it feels like 
you're getting a good balance of everything. And it feels like actually most of the games, it's mostly offensive, and you guys are kind of sitting back waiting for that defense, which I, I feel like that might be a little tougher at times to defend against because, you know, you're kind of off your rhythm of, of, you know, steady defense over and over. But Well, yeah, now, we, like, now that we have that model of play, the model of play is kind of designed to, to dominate and try and dominate, like, yeah. possession and, and be in the other team's half. And then it's up to the, to the defense to sort of, like, proactive defend, you know, not letting the team out, almost like trying to pin them in a little bit. Yeah. And, and it, it is it's different than being sort of having to literally defend your own 18-yard box for 90 <laughs> minutes, which maybe there was more of that last year. Um, still difficult in its own way. Like, mm. Rhett, right? like Rhett said, our system is when, if somebody can score, you know, we can, we can do damage to teams. But, you know, one or two mistakes are made in bad areas. We do also, because of the way we're trying to play, then, have, then we get called into action to sort of snuff out the danger. For me, I, I'll answer first for the Nesta question. Yeah, it's, it's been really, really cool. He's, uh, like you said, you, I mean, you don't need to describe his resume anymore. He is who he is. And he, I think for sure, he's been making all of us better players. It's, uh, you know, he demands a lot. He has very high standards. And, you know, I think a lot of us are doing stuff on this team that maybe we would not have been asked to do on other teams, especially teams, you know, in North America where, kind of like the safety first mentality and just sort of you know just play to what you do and then anything outside of that don't worry about it we get the, get it, mm -hmm. get it away whereas here it's sort of like he demands that you for 90 minutes or more that whatever the game is that you're fully in tune that you're trying your best to keep the ball to help the team do the offense on, on defense and you know i think for that just sort of like the mental side of things if anything it's been the next step for sure and tell you for yeah been like a year and a half now of, of post-game interviews with with coach and i think i've heard him say he's happy like twice yeah, <laughs> yeah. we heard him say i'm not happy like we even use that as a soundbite on our show all the time of him saying i'm not happy like over i'm and over. not happy there you go. <laughs> oh, he's, he's only used happy twice in the locker room too so oh really okay oh, cool cool so we feel all right so no but even across no no but it's not to say that he's not happy I, I think he's just happy for you know in general i think he just expects much better from what we have and he's yeah. right and he's right in a lot of ways you know we have a great team we have a lot of very good players play a lot of players that have played at very high levels um and especially compared with the guys some of the other teams in our league so we you know he expects that we should you know do really well and that he he's completely right um you know as far as a mentor he's you know as for mason and i and for john we're all defenders i mean couldn't have been a better person to actually learn from you know you're really learning things that a lot of coaches don't know, you know, things yeah. that this is champions league level, world cup winner level, you know, this is, you know, type of defending that, you know, barely anyone in the world has access to. And we're getting firsthand, you know, um, one-on-one -on -one secrets in a way, not always perfect because we make mistakes and, mm -hmm. you know, we're, you know, we, 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 we feel the criticism coming from him sometimes, but, um, you know, this is, stuff that really helps us develop, you know, these important yeah. changes, the important tactical moves, the technical things, everything, just everything to make you a better player. And I think and it's he's really humble all of about us. it too. Yeah. 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 He doesn't like make, he doesn't make you feel like, he doesn't like demean you necessarily to like, I, I did this and you can only do this. Oh, you that's know? cool. You know, no, it's yeah, not definitely. like that. He, he's a, he's a really down to earth guy for everything that he's had, the success 100%. that he's had. And 
I mean, you know, dude, he genuinely wants to help us. It's pretty cool, you know. Yeah, I mean, he is technically a legend. If you play FIFA, he's available on FIFA Ultimate Team as, a, <laughs> yeah, yeah. as, a, as one of the legends. He's too expensive for my team, but, um, <laughs> but like, do, do you guys like as far as the atmosphere with the the team and the coach? Like, do you guys ever like joke around with them, or is he kind of like still like? Oh yeah, no, yeah? for sure. You guys take shots at the that that Champions League final. Anybody kind of run? Oh in yeah, a oh yeah. We- <laughs> We bought it up. Don't worry. No, yeah, but he's always got an answer, right? Because yeah. if you try and say something about one trophy, he'll just say, oh, but you can come grab the other one yeah. if you want to my house now. So there's never really a winning argument that way. That's a professional right there. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, so now looking uh, at your last three games here, and we're just going to quickly go through this real fast here. And um, Okay, going back cool. a few weeks ago here, Miami played PRFC, yep, uh, yep. Puerto Rico. And um, oh no, I'm sorry. That was here. The, the one in Puerto Rico was that crazy finish with uh, yeah. was it Chavez from the floor. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah that was awesome. The header from the floor. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's uh yeah, that's the top ten there. He likes to to come out on those uh, highlights there yeah. with that goal last season <laughs> oh. too. Um, and then you 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 guys went on, came back home also, played the Rowdies, and then just recently got your a two two nothing victory against the Rowdies for the U.S. Open Cup. And this past uh, Saturday, you played Jacks Armada. Up in Jacksonville, got another one nothing win. Guys yeah. are on a hell of a streak right now. Seven games unbeaten, and everything is clicking. We got Edmonton this week. You guys are going back on the road over there. It's a long flight. You guys leave a day earlier, right? Instead of like Thursday morning. Thursday. Yeah. And then training up there, getting ready for that. But you guys have had good success against Edmonton. Undefeated, haven't given up a goal. So that's a sense of pride there for the for oh, the defense there. I didn't there. know that you either. Guys, no. ah, yeah, you guys yeah. are, I think I believe it's 3-0 and or 4-0 and against them, and you still haven't given up a goal. Wow. So yeah. uh, hope that continues. Yeah, no pressure. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but no, that's so you got that going forward. And then how how are you guys focused right now as far as NASL season and this upcoming matchup that you guys have with Orlando in a couple of weeks, or is it when it's in a week now, right? No, it's yeah, a week. Yeah. In a week away, week. up in Orlando against Orlando for the two. There was the fourth round now of the U.S. Open yeah. Cup. Mm-hmm. I mean, not to look yeah. ahead of that one either, but trying to keep your focus on two things, you know, contending and being, you know, in first place in the NASL and, you know, advancing in a surviving advanced tournament like this. Like, how do you guys balance that? Is there a lot of talk about either or, or do you guys just kind of like tackle no. it day by day? As players, I think the, the coach's job is the one that's looking ahead. Mm-hmm. Players, it's just like tomorrow it's training. Okay. And then Thursday's training. And then, okay, the game on Saturday. And that's all you can really do. If you start thinking about how you're going to play a few games down the road, you never even know if you're going to be playing a few games down the road. Yeah. So uh, that's, uh, for me, at least, you just keep keep thinking about the next game. Because realistically, they're equally as important, right? We're trying to keep winning the league because that's massive if we can do something here Absolutely. in the spring. And then, obviously, Wednesday is just as massive because it would be a, it's an MLS team. It's a huge thing for the club, Miami FC. and. You know, it's they're both equally massive, but that's why, like, like Red said earlier, we have a massive and deep and talented squad, and I think that's this is the exact these situations, these moments are why I think Miami FC has been assembled the way it has, so that we can you know fight on both fronts like that. Yeah, you guys definitely have a lot of experience across mm-hmm. the board there with other guys, uh, including yourself and Jonathan playing in, uh, previously in MLS, and you guys playing in, in Norway and a lot of international you know uh, league experience and things like that. So. I think that definitely is going to carry you guys deep into this as long as as far as keeping everything, you know, level-headed and focusing on the task at hand. And, you know, this week, task is Edmonton. So get yeah. those three points, continue to build the lead. Um, let me see. What was the last I checked the, the table? You guys are at 21 points yeah. on the table. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. no, we're, uh, we're way ahead of last year's yeah. spring season, which is great. So, oh, yeah. But we need to 
it's you know it's it's uh it's a long season we just gotta you know like every sports team you gotta stay focused on exact the next game and obviously like you know the cup game is important but right now is edmonton you know that's that's what we, we need to be focused on because cosmos are you know, and the Jacksonville are still a couple points behind. It's not like we're 15 points ahead of everyone. Oh, yeah. So it's every every game's critical. That's just uh, that's that's soccer. So you just gotta you just gotta stay focused for the whole the whole the whole year. Is, is there anybody like me on the team? Because I'd be like talking smack all the time, just oh, yeah. bragging about all my accomplishments if I did. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry. We got we got some guys. Don't you got some guys. Yeah. I know some of you guys have had you know the luxury of playing with some uh, some big names in the past. So I wonder. You know, because that'd be totally me. I'd be like, yeah, you know, I used to play with, you know, so-and-so or did this with this guy. Oh, yeah, there's those. Yeah. There's, we got guys, some of those. Guys, oh, we know. Those. Jonathan played uh, Red Bulls when yeah, Thierry Henry was there. Yes, yes, yeah. he has. We kind of wanted to ask him about that. Too bad he's not here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Did he no, he was actually, uh, no, actually pretty close with him. Oh, yeah? And, Mar- oh, yeah? and Marquez. So, yeah. yeah oh, nice. he, uh, we actually went to a Barcelona game once, and I thought he was joking around, but he uh, was like, yeah, we're going to get tickets from Henry and Marquez. I, I obviously went and bought bought my tickets uh, separately because <laughs> I was like, "This is bull." <laughs> and uh, I, I show up at the game, and Jonathan, Jonathan, we walk up to the uh, the desk, and he's like, uh, "Thierry Henry and Rafael Marquez." And all of a sudden, the, the woman at the front desk just literally looks through a thing of envelopes. Boom, four tickets or whatever. I forgot who was there, and I was like, "No joke." And we sat in amazing seats. I was like, "All right, this is the real deal." So uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Thanks, John. That's my spirit animal right there, Jonathan. <laughs> 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 that's what's up that's what i totally be oh man hey well you guys i think uh gus how we doing we're good, good. On time there yeah yeah i think uh we could wrap it up now i want to thank mason for coming and joining us in person red thank you so much for your time on the phone here and and barring with you know staying with us here it's a little different but hopefully we can have you in studio one day and uh continue the conversation as always you guys are more than welcome here anytime you guys got anything you want to talk about if you guys ever want to sit down and talk anything outside of soccer any sports in particular anything like that more than happy, you know. You can hit, uh, mm-hmm. Red. You can always hit up Gus for that music stuff. I, I can't help you there, but <laughs> Gus is. Uh, <laughs> you guys cool, can exchange cool, no. some beats or something. But uh, but Red, once Perfect. again, thank you so much, Mason. Pleasure to have you guys here. Yeah, thanks, Edwin. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Gus. And a problem. No Soccershape.org, at Soccershape on social media. Stay tuned to our website, LemonCityLive.com, where we'll post all this information for you to follow. And uh, good luck this weekend with Edmonton, and good luck the rest of the thank season. Thank you. Thank you. All thank right, you very much. All right, Red. Thank you so much. Us, thanks for having us. I'm not happy.